Hoffa Day, and welcome to another episode of A Fistful of Talent. I'm your host, Jonah Gancharfred, senior producer here with KUAM News, and I'm so excited. I was literally counting down the days the minute I found out that my guest was on island. I was looking back, and it's been four years since our last interview, which is crazy four years and so much time has passed and so much has happened since then so i have with me these i call her the stylist to the stars <laughs> like that <laughs> i have annalyn cruz half a day and welcome back hey thank you for having me you oh look so God. refreshed because i know well, you because <laughs> you came here i know you came here um to get in some r and r and some and some other uh stuff we're, we're gonna get into a little bit later but i know prior to coming here you went to to Palau. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, guys. First time in Palau. Everybody should go, for sure. Um, I went with my fiancé, Austin Saralu. Name-dropping. Yeah, (laughs) name-dropping. And um, his family took care of us. We went to... We went everywhere. We did Milky Way. We did the Rock Islands. Nice. Uh, We went fishing out in the deep blue. So we were in a fishing boat. Oh, my God. I was just like, they're like, okay, don't worry. We're fine. Because as soon as you don't see any islands around you and you're in a tiny, we're in a tiny fishing boat, too. So I was just like, um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I had so much fun. We definitely relaxed. And um, it was just, like, refreshing. It was, like, a great prequel to coming home, you know? And I know the thing about it, too, is, like, you're, you're coming from... LA like Mm -hmm. busy hustle and bustle and everything like that and then you come to the island and it just kind of slows down everything I mean was that like a do you have to adjust or is that do you just fall into it and you're like yes no I had to adjust I really had to adjust I mean I was waking up at 6 a.m. in Palau and was like come on let's go let's go we gotta go and as soon the first day we got on the road and I was like Wait a minute. <laughs> it's 6 a.m. It's only, um, it's like 9 o'clock. <laughs> We've done everything already. I'm just like, what? I was like, oh my goodness. And Austin's like, I told you, sweetheart. I told you. <laughs> like, I was like, but yes, I mean, I just got off a super long, crazy, stressful show. Um, and going from that that pace i mean literally 16 to 18 hours every single day not including the having to wake up two hours prior Mm -hmm. to getting to work and then i have to stay later because my last show american horror story season nine (laughs) 1984 guys oh my god Sorry, sorry. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's like, all, it's amazing. It's the one yes. show. I'm gonna be honest. It's the one show when I first got into industry in 2011. It just came out, and I watched it. I was like, I want to work on that show. I want to work on that show so bad. You know, like all the from the talent to the creators yeah, to it has such a following. It's, it it does. It has a huge following, and I'm just like, I really want to work on that show. And there's like a wide variety range, like from makeup and hair and mm. the creator like Ryan Murphy he's very much all about like not only storyline but aesthetics is super important to him mm-hmm. like hair makeup the look wardrobe everything matters and to be a part of like 
a community, like they call it the Ryan Murphy world. Yes. To be a part of that community and to be able to create. I mean, he's done Nip Tuck. He did Glee. He did, like, his creation is, like, from one spectrum to another. Yeah. He does 911, you know, Long Store 911. And then he does American Horror Story. And he just got a contract with um, Netflix to create series and um, original movies. So to be a part of that world in this, like, out there, you know, L.A., the movie industry is huge, but it's so small at the same time. Yeah. And so, do, you, do you find that this has been the most busy you've been since getting into the industry? Oh, yeah. Like, um, you remember the last time we talked? <laughs> I was like, my goal is to become union, <laughs> to be a part of Local 706. That's our union. The hairstylist, makeup artist and hairstylist, like, guild is Local 706. And it's, like, a grueling process to even get close to getting in Mm -hmm. um after we talked i went back and i just hit the ground running and i got show after show after show and got my days and finally i was just like okay i'm in and a ton of a ton of like my colleagues and people i've worked with Mm -hmm. were waiting and they were just like we've given your name to everybody like here and calls were just coming in and I was just like okay okay I gotta do this I gotta work hard I gotta do this and I finally when I I still secret I haven't sworn in yet <laughs> I'm part of the union I don't care what anyone says <laughs> no serious and then our president was just like okay saw me like was reading my paperwork and everything and they're like oh you're from Guam She's like, where's that? And I had to explain to her where Guam was and everything. She's like, I've been here for 40 years. Never once have we had anyone from Guam be get inducted into our union. So I'm the first tomorrow. See, you I'm can tell that. From Guam That's bragging right union. there. <laughs> but I also have to brag that we do have, like, we have a brother and we have a sister from Guam, like, who are in our union now. Nice. One's a barber. The He's a barber, and then Monica Rages, she's, like, a hairstylist as well oh, in see, our union. Before you know it, we're no. going to take over. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we have three people in the local now doing hair and makeup for, like, Hollywood. And I know probably people are listening, and they're, like, wondering how, because um, I know you're a licensed com- mm-hmm. cosmetologist, hairstylist, mm-hmm. special effects badass, makeup badass. Um but how did you get into it? Was it like a movie or a show that you watched that kind of like triggered that? I'm gonna be honest, like I, two totally different sides of my family, like my dad's, you know, blue collar, mm-hmm. military, uh, and really straight laced. My mom, on my mom's side, it's like super creative. They're entrepreneurs and do all of that kind of stuff. And I grew up on my mom's side, like always working, working, working. Mm-hmm no television no nothing so as soon as we went to my dad's you know he has like a regular job with the military and doing that so our pastime was watching movies so I'm a huge fan of action films and those kind of type of movies like I love Wesley Snipes Arnold Schwarzenegger Kurt Russell I still remember that Kurt Russell like those are my that like my ultimate goal is to work in a Chinese film like kung fu film nice but yeah I grew up watching movies with my dad and I was like "Mm." 
at first, I really wanted to be an actress. I'd be like, I want to be in the movies. <laughs> I was like, and then I got there. I'm like, no, no, no. And then I just realized that, man, you know what? I want to do hair and makeup. I want to. I was really into like how they build the sets. And anytime I watched a movie and you saw the actual studios, mm-hmm. like you know, what's that? Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. You kind of see them walk through the studios and everything. I was like, oh my god, what's that? <laughs> And started, that's how I started, like, doing hair and doing makeup. Looking at crazy magazines and working on my older sisters. Like, they allowed me to do Your guinea pigs? Do, yeah, they were my <laughs> guinea pigs. So, you know, because you left at, you left Guam in 2011? Mm-hmm. I guess, what prompted you to kind of, like, go off and pursue your passion? You know, um, I went to hair school in Vegas and... You know, life happened, mm. and I was just like, I'm just going to go home. You know, my mom had taken my brother and sisters and moved to California. I was the only one in Vegas. I mean, I had my aunties, cousins, and whatnot, but I was there by myself, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go home for a second. And But before that, I was like, I initially traveled to California and went on a tour of the makeup school and I was just like, I really want to do makeup, I want to do special effects, I want to go see and this is a school I wanted to go to. I mean, mind you, I've been researching makeup schools and hair schools since I was in like a freshman at Simon Sanchez, like <laughs> high school. I remember always telling my friends, they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go be a hairdresser. I'm going to do makeup. They're like, really? I was like, yeah, I'm going to work in the movie. They're like, okay. Like, some people were like, okay, go. Skeptical. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, skeptical. Some people were like, okay, we'll see. And you look know, at family. Look at you. you get the last some, laugh. <laughs> yeah, some of my family is like, you're never going to go do that. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Just go to school. Just join the military. Do something, you know. And that's like the stigma with my profession mm-hmm. is... You know, there's a lot of articles right now, and a lot of people are talking right now about how, like, being a hairstylist or being a makeup artist is, like, a dropout career. Yeah. And it's totally opposite. It's not that at all. And, um, you know, I just wish that I can talk to it. I mean, we're talking now, you know, and let people know that, no. Dude, like, it's the one profession, if you're really passionate and really want to do that and be creative, like, you're free to be as creative as you possibly can, you know? And, um, yeah, I just, I came back home. I was behind the chair for a while. I mean, I work with some of the best hairstylists on this island, like, next to me. Like, they taught me a lot of things because I was fresh. You know, I've won two years, actually. Yeah, two years out of hair school, um, but never just solely behind the chair. chair. I was working in a pawn shop, girl. I was like, <laughs> like what did you used to do? I was like, I worked in a pawn shop. <laughs> I, was hu- I was a hustler. <laughs> like, the guys from Pawn Stars, like, literally was right down the street from me, and I would go there every day and hang out and get changed because I didn't have any enough money at my shop, and just... <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> and, and, you know, the thing you were saying about how, you know, people don't see it as a as a real, like, profession or, you know, like, something like is, like, your last resort kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I remember you telling me in the interview you would have, like, 20-hour days. Yeah. You know, you know but you'd be sometimes on your feet. Yes. And, 
and you know you have to do it's the same oh. thing the following day and girl that was the non-union work <laughs> so with union now it's like full yes. day full day full yes. 24 hours but yes. and you know there's i feel like sometimes when i talk to people they're just like oh well it's always it's always been you know you're lucky and it's always been good for you mm-hmm. with what you're doing and i have to you know that's when i'm just like no I was working this many hours, getting paid like anywhere from twenty-five to one hundred and fifty dollars for that entire day, and I have to use all my supplies. Like so, there was a lot of times where I'm just like, I mean, I spent the first three years of my career, like before I came out, dude. I I can say this now. <laughs> I'm not my mother about it now, but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm be honest. Like I was like a college student, you mm-hmm. know, trying to live in. North in LA, eating it ain't cheap. Ichiban, yeah. I was eating Ichiban. I was like, okay, I don't have enough gas money for the week, so I'm gonna save the car for work, and I'll take the bus. Or where I lived, I was fortunate enough, you know, to live close to a grocery store. I can just walk, or live close to shopping. I can just walk, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was what I did. And you know, sometimes I get people who. DM me, message me, and just like, hey, so I want, like, can you help me out? Or, you know, I really want to do this, and I want to do that. And like I told you, like, you've got to sacrifice. You have to be willing to live within your means, you know, and sacrifice. Needs versus wants. needs versus wants. And I spent a lot of time doing that. I mean, I don't regret any of it, but it was hard. Because I remember you two telling me that um, when you were starting out, I think, like, one of the first things was um, you were the hairstylist for Daddy Yankee. Yeah. And, you know, you were following him. <laughs> you were following him on the on the red carpet. And, you know, people have, like, you know, their style yeah. belts and yeah. everything. And you had a, a can of hairspray. Yeah. And, like, comb. Home. <laughs> home. Literally. And, but, I mean, you, you know, to then you go back to that moment. And then you see your progression from that point to, like, where you are now. Yeah. You know? American Horror Story. You know? Yeah. Sorry. It's it's It's... Like you said, you don't regret any of the the you know the the, the experience because it's it's just that it's experience mm-hmm. and and you're honing your craft and and you know from the first time that I did the feature on you, which was um, twenty thirteen when mm-hmm. I first heard about you, and then we did the feature. You know, at the time, like when I was hearing all this stuff, I'm like, man, this girl's gonna go places. And then like then we did the follow up. Mm-hmm which was four years ago and then how you progress there and then like now like to see like what you've accomplished so far and what you have planned lined up for into the new year mm-hmm. um it shows like you like you mentioned sacrifice mm-hmm. you know um not to get discouraged and everything yeah. and that's you know one of the things too with this podcast was um one of the reasons why i put it out was you know for those that are listening that maybe are you know are into like hairstyling and yeah. makeup and mm-hmm. special effects mm-hmm. that they could see and hear from someone that has gone through it yeah. and um, you know kind of feel like that motivation and inspiration to be like yeah. hey if she could do it hell I could do it yeah, yeah for sure and you know I know that you've done TV shows movies music videos and you know mm-hmm. and now the um, and um, like uh, right now you're currently doing or you're doing you're oh. currently doing American Horror Story. Well, I I wrapped American mm-hmm. Horror Story um, and then jumped straight literally the next Monday 
wrapped on a Wednesday, wrapped out my trailer, and then Monday morning went into my new show, which is like for FX, it's called The Old Man. It's with Jeff Bridges, John Lithgow from Third Rock from the Sun, um, Amy Brenneman, and it's a new show for FX. Um, and we right now we're on hiatus, so I was able to jump straight into that. And then um, by the time I go back, get back January 15, next day, straight into work again. And then um, in March, we go from LA to Morocco. So from March till first week of July, I'll be in Morocco wow. filming. I'm scared. This is going to be the first time. Away, right? Oh, yeah, like I'm out seeing, of the country, yeah. you know, filming something. How about Morocco? Yes. <laughs> Yes. That's nice. I'm, so our entire team, I've worked with um, the other hairdresser mm-hmm. before on The Kids Are All Right. It was an ABC show. We did the entire pilot. It was amazing. It had, like, Michael Cutlets from Walking Dead, um, like, Ken Young from, like, The Hangover <laughs> was, in there, was on it. Um, Mary McCormick, who I'm really good friends with now mm-hmm. because of that show. Um. We work together on that, and then the key makeup artist for the show is one of my like best friends out there, like makeup artist. She's also done American Horror Story. She's done Swamp Thing. She's done like uh, Captain Marvel, Mandalorian. Like she's done a lot of different, you know, huge shows as well. And we get to we always told each other when we started. I'm telling you this story because when I first met her, we didn't get along. <laughs> she came to she came to work all dolled up, and I was like, "Girl, it's blood and dirt day. What are you wearing? Why do you look like a pencil? Why are you wearing white shirt? Why are you no, wearing white shoes?" She came in a pencil skirt, red lips, victory rolls, and I was like, "Girl, we're getting bloody." This girl, straight up, blood tubing and everything, on her knees, on her hands and knees, in her whole outfit, like working hard. And so I was like, okay, I can, I can uh, hang with this. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. And um, we've always told each other, I was like, okay, we're going to get a show together. Manifest. I'm all about manifestation. We're going to get a show together, and we're going to go out of the country and work on a show together, and we're going to do this together. And, mm-hmm. and it's going to be our first time working together on the actual, like, in, like, managerial, like, positions in our how do you say your field yeah and together out of the country so we're super excited she'll be here she'll she's gonna come to guam oh she's gonna come she's part of she's one of the girls in my wedding entourage yes i'm getting married yes which brings (laughs) us to our next topic why i mean why you're here and and i mean i like one of the first things i wanted to say at the beginning but i was so excited to kind of dive into what you've been up to i did want to say like congratulations on on not only your engagement but your upcoming nuptials i know you're you're i mean you're here definitely for Mm r&r but also too for to do getting some wedding much needed wedding planning because you're again your schedule is so tight mm-hmm. you know you have to you know take care and square away everything before you yeah. head off back to back to work because you, you literally as soon as you leave here mm-hmm. head in you know mm-hmm. um so as if in case you guys didn't let, hear her at the beginning so she's engaged to super talented <laughs> musician austin sarah lou and um i wanted to know like were you guys always friends? I mean, did, or no. how did you guys meet? Okay, 
So we met in, okay, here's our story. We met <laughs> my, uh, through my nephew, Noni, he, who's also a musician here. He's a drummer. Um, he plays for a few bands out here. He's super talented. I love him to death. My oldest nephew. Um, I just came back from the States. And he was like, oh, Antony, do you want to come and see my show? I was like, yeah, okay, after I'm done with everything today, you know, I'll come and see it. I ended up being late. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just take you to go eat. And King's is always open, right? <laughs> so we went to King. I, was, I went to go pick him up, and Austin just so happened to be there. And Noni was introducing us, and he's like, Antony, do you know who this is? And I was like, No. <laughs> And then he's like, this is Austin. This is Austin Babalu-Saralu. And I'm like, and? <laughs> and Austin's like, hi. And he was already tipsy and everything. And he was just like all up in my face. So I'm like, whoa, bro. <laughs> Step back. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> and so he, so he went with us to King's and ended up sitting right next to me. And we were talking. And I was just like, well, who's... I, I know some Sarah Lou's, and then I told him who I knew, and he's like, oh, that's my brother. And I was just like, oh, he's nice. And he's like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's like, you're not either. And just, it was more graphic than that. So I was just, I'm just. The PG yeah, version. PG yeah. version. And walks out, and I was like, oh, okay. And then he tries to ask me to do his hair. I was like, make an appointment at the salon, and I'll do your hair. And then he tricks me. He's like, you remember I got you to do my hair for free? And I was like. He literally was like, so how do I, like, I'm having trouble putting my hair, like, how do I put it in a nice bun? And I was like, okay, here, this is how you do it. And I helped him. And he's like, I guess I don't have to make an appointment at the salon after all. <laughs> and walks away. And that was our first introduction and meeting. And, you know, he just, we just became friends after that. I was like, man, this guy is so funny and <laughs> straightforward and just want, you know. And I didn't even know who he was. I didn't know that he sang nothing. Every time, like, my nephew was playing with him, he's like, oh, come and watch it. As soon as I walked in the first gig and he was the one playing, stop the gig, finish, over. And I was like, I thought you were playing. He's like, I don't know, Austin doesn't want to play anymore. I'm like, so for the longest time, I didn't know that he was a performer and a musician. I mean, I knew he was a musician, but, like, performed. Like, I thought he just plays a keyboard or I don't know, so... Finally, I figured out who he was, and I was like, oh, okay, but we were already together. By the time I figured it out, we were already together. Because <laughs> he's a sta- he's a, he was a staple here for Live Local Fridays, and, I mean, we, we play a bunch of his music on I-94, and, and um, I figured, you know, because he eventually, uh, you know, left to the States, and, yeah, and you he guys... Came, he came to be with me. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like... If I didn't have him out there because of, like, how my career has just, mm-hmm. like... Crazy. And, yeah. And that's what I was going to bring up, too, with know. you, is that, I mean, him being a musician and, you know, his schedule, too, uh, just crazy gigging and, and, you know, with all the things that he's been working on, even, like, touring. Yeah. How... It's... Sometimes we get a weekend together. Mm-hmm. He'll wear... I mean whatever tour he's on they'll have another California show in the middle of their tour so he'll be able to come back and I'll see him for like a day or he'll have like two shows in Southern California and I'll be able to see him you know for two days or just the weekend and um but normally 
he plays with like everybody. He plays with everybody. He plays with like Tanel, Jason J. Mm-hmm. He plays with you know Potty. He's played with Finn the Grova. He's played played with Ellie Mac. Um, with Hyrie. He's played with well, it's like he's on a comic like with Landon McNamara. Um, and he's played with other artists like and. They're kind of like a collective of artists who play with everybody and in different bands or for different shows. And he's just been nonstop since he's moved out there. Do you think it's helped too that he, there's local? Ta- I mean, like, there's, there's local musicians out there too that you know it wasn't like he was completely leaving like the environment of of you know local musicians mm-hmm. here and gigging and then going to the states. Yeah, and- it does. I mean, honestly. When he first moved out there, the one person that kind of just, I mean, the one person, I mean, we love him to death, is Jason J, who pretty much took him into, like, and introduced him, like, well, introduced him to that world out there, mm-hmm. and was just like, hey, this is Austin, like, I mean, he was playing for Jason when he first came out, and um, just was able to meet other pe- other artists who see him play, and, you know, make connections, and network, and do all of that, and he's just been fortunate and lucky, I mean, he loves he misses it out here like he loves playing like more music and doing all of that but like our schedules work perfectly like he doesn't work in the day I'm just like he's like oh I want to go get I'm like no 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 you can't go work <laughs> sorry <laughs> you're working every because he works like you know he gigs every day he's mm-hmm. always at rehearsal he's always and like he gigs at night and that's his schedule I'm like you are working this is your work. This is what you're going to do. This is what you're passionate about. Like, why focus that creative energy or focus any energy at all, like, on something else that we're okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no. We need to do this. This is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to work. And he's like, okay. You know? So our relationship totally, it's like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And the cre- and the amount of creativity uh, between you two, I mean, just put it out there. Like when you guys have babies, they're gonna be like the most creative babies, like <laughs> we've ever. Been trying, <laughs> oh, we've been trying. <laughs> musician so slash, like a musician that also does hair special effects, and <laughs> it's gonna have it all. It's gonna have it all. It's, um. so, it's so crazy. Like I mean, I just finished. So, so a few of the actresses on American Horror Story, they're. Like, like Leslie Grossman, um, Billy Lord, they also are in other Ryan Murphy mm-hmm. shows, and they met me for the first time in like American Horror Story, and he, they were s- straight up were like, on a land, what are you doing? Because we were talking about kids and mm-hmm. everything, because Billy Lord's trying to have kids. Billy Lord is like Princess Leia, yes, yes. Carrie Fisher's daughter, um, and I was just like, yeah, me too. I'm trying to, have. and Leslie Grossman looks at me and she's just like, no. You can't do that right now. No, no. Do you realize you are amazing? You need to do this. Like, no, trust me. And Ryan Murphy is like her best friend. You know, one of her best friends. And she's like, no, you can't have kids now. You can have kids, but later. Like, don't. I'm like, girl, you know how old I am? She's like, how old are you? It's a t- time's a ticking. Hello. I'm like, I'm not young anymore. She's like, oh, you look. I'm like, looks are deceiving. 
I'm like, girl. It's like, thank you for thinking. I'm. Yeah. I was like, thanks, but I need to have, start having babies now. You know, sometimes though, sometimes though, I'm just like, I want to. I know when I have kids, I will definitely slow down, mm-hmm. and because I want to, you know, I want to just be there with my for my kids and. It's like now, I mean, especially coming home and like sometimes it's a little like sad for me. Oh my God. Because I'm like, oh, I see all my friends and like all the people I grew up with and like my family all having babies and they all have kids. And I'm just like, sorry, (laughs) like darn it. You know, I'm just like, man, I want kids too. So, we're trying. I told Austin. And if we can't have, like, kids together, I was just like, dude, we're going to adopt, like, five kids. I'm totally down for adoption. So, if anyone wants me to give, give me their babies. <laughs> <laughs> but no fair aspects. <laughs> and, so, you know, and, and, you know, through the, the years that you've been working and, and you've had these projects... Have ever and and I you know I see like the pictures I you know of, of your clientele and like the the, mm. the projects that you're on. Have you ever been really like starstruck oh, by yeah. anyone? Oh yeah, I always I still do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just you know I work with a lot of people who are from totally different spectrums of how they were raised and where they grew up and all of that, and I always find that I'm alone in my experiences as far as in being in my industry and being around my like coworkers mm-hmm. and colleagues because I you know grew up on a island like I grew up with 10 15 people in the same house you know working since we were kids in the store and no one has the same kind of experience but like um it's just when people start talking, it switches my train of thought. Because there's a lot of actors and actresses who have been through, like, crazy things. Mm-hmm. Like, for some odd reason, when they're in my chair, they want to tell me their whole life story. So I'm like, oh, wow. Like, you're a real person. Like, you're normal. You know? It just switches my, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Because sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't know <laughs> I'm about to, to touch. Do. I'm about to touch so-and-so's hair. And, like, uh, like, I was working with John Lithgow. I'm like, um... And he remembered my name after meeting me one time and, like, not really, like, meeting me. He was just, like, introduced from afar. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I'm a huge fan of Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. classic. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and he's so nice. He's such a nice person. But I'm just like, there. yeah, I do. I do get starstruck, like, the most recent. And I couldn't hide it because <laughs> I'm just like, girl, I got to work on Star Wars. Billy as Billy Lord's like personal hairstylist. Oh, so JJ Abrams, like we walk in, and that whole time, you know, I'm on Star Wars. I'm working two shows at this time now. I'm working on a Marion Horror Story, and I'm going to work on Star Wars. And like everybody, Billy is like the most amazing human being ever. So everyone's okay with me. I'm like, okay, I go to American Horror Story, go to my trailer, get everyone ready. They go to set, and then I leave, and I go to with Billy. Um. 
And first time I met J.J. Abrams, like we were talking, me and Billy were talking and she's like joking and we're just like, I'm just watching her. We're waiting for everything to roll and J.J. comes up and he's all like, no talking to the actresses. And I was like, and then Billy's like, Annalyn, this is J.J. J.J., this is Annalyn. This is the most amazing hair. This is my girl. And then Jay's like, I'm just joking, and starts laughing and like hugs me and shakes my hand. And he's just like, nice to meet you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming. And thank you so much for being here. Like, she's never, she hasn't been, you know, the whole stigma with Star Wars and her mom and passing away and everything. And it's like hard for her. So he's like, thank you so much for being here. And it was just like, a wonderful experience and he is so I mean everyone knows JJ Abrams like he's done a million different shows and he's doing Star Wars now so I'm just like oh my god JJ Abrams <laughs> and do you you know all these ex- all these um, projects and you know meeting and having them sit in your chair and and you know how you mentioned like when you talk to them you you realize that they're just you know well, we, I guess when you when you see someone on screen and you envision like who they are, and then when they're actually sitting in front of you and you get to talk to them and you realize mm-hmm. that you know they are just really down to earth. Yeah. Do you take that? And I mean, does that kind of change your mindset of of like I guess your your expectations of when you are working when you go to a project? It does. It does. But I'm gonna. It's not always humble and, you know, down to earth mm-hmm. that you encounter in the industry. And sometimes it's not even the actors who are that way. It's like the producers or who, you know, and it's, it, I don't know. I kind of just have a, I'm here, I'm here to do what I love to do. I'm going to do my work and that's Beyond it. my way. Beyond my, exactly. Because sometimes it's just... And, like, you come across people who, and you're just, you're just amazed that people are, can be the way they are. And just like, man, we're just so lucky to be here doing, I'm just like, "Mm, okay, I'm going to stay over here. (laughs) Positive vibes all the way, all around, guys. Come on. So... You know, I mean, sometimes that does. I mean, especially if we're working so many hours Mm -hmm. and imagine having that kind of energy around you for 18 hours a day. Yeah, it's kind of draining, you know. So, you know, for those people that are listening and and are looking to going into kind of your field or or find it interesting and they want to know more. I mean, what could you say? What piece of advice would you give to them, especially if they are making that? decision to take the leap and go you know go abroad you know go to LA or go somewhere whether it be for you know schooling or they're just kind of um wanting to learn more Mm -hmm. about the the craft what advice would you give them um research reaching out to people don't be scared to reach out to people in the industry or in the field that they are interested in because people are people and a lot of people like for instance, if someone asks me about anything, I'm just like, hey, here, this is how you do it. This is what you need to do. This is, you know, are willing to give, like, help. Mm-hmm. And I'm always willing to help anyone, especially people from here, from home. So it's just make a choice, make a decision, and just go with it. 
and be strong and don't second guess and don't doubt yourself. The moment you start doubting what you want to do or where you want to go or you just make excuses. I'm just, I'm just being honest. You just start making excuses for yourself mm-hmm. and you don't do it. You know, I don't know specifically what like advice I can give for if you're trying to do something like that. You just have to, I mean, research for sure helps. Um, but I feel like it's very much, it has like so much to do with yourself and your mindset and your drive, your motivate, you know, like being motivated. So I don't, I don't know. And then what would you say to those to kind of just, cause obviously, you know, you're going to hit some speed bumps, you oh, yeah. know, and there's going to be some, you're going to get a lot of no's before you get a, you know, oh, yeah. before you get that one yes. How do you keep someone from getting discouraged? discouraged. Um, is it like surrounding yourself with kind of sur- like-minded people to kind of keep that? Yes. Oh, for sure. Surround yourself with people who are working hard and striving and like pushing themselves. And the moment you are around someone who's just like a negative ne- Nelly, you know, like step away, step away, because it trickles and it's like I feel like you need to. Just look at it like, hey, there's so many. There's so many opportunities out there. Just because this person says no doesn't mean that this person's not going to say no. I mean, for the, when I first went out there, I told have I told you the story about like getting turned down from every every <laughs> salon out there? Yeah, they. I applied for I want to say like 50 different salons. Um, I have like, so much experience. And first off, like, I, I got turned down from working at a dry bar. You know, it's like a blow dry bar. It, it's a chain out there in the States. There's a chain. And they wouldn't hire me. You know, I applied at different ones, too, because I was like, man, I really need to, I need to figure this out. I need to work. And then all these other salons, same thing. And I just, I was discouraged for a little bit. And I was like, you know what? This is a sign that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I need to be doing something else. So I took the first movie that was offered to me at $25 a day and was like, okay. But that experience that I got from that movie will, was more payment than I could have gotten in my... the drive bar or yeah. whatever. And it was, it was worth it. It was so worth it. Sometimes working for free. I mean, I used to work for free too. $25 kit fee, sometimes not even, no nothing. It's my gas, it's my money, it's my kit that I'm putting into working. And I would work for free because the director, the producer, the art department, you know, the construction foreman, everyone on that set that you meet will get you somewhere else in that industry. And sure enough, I've gotten jobs still from up to up until this day from that very first movie I worked on and from all those people that I've met I've I'm still getting job offers up to now and everyone's different now like one of the people who like was a PA on that show is now a producer a line producer for like big network calls me because we met on that show 
on that low budget, no budget show where you have to be willing to sacrifice. I think it's just like a lot of sacrifice and a lot of having to deal with, I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say my family, like all my family is really supportive for sure, <clears throat> but there was always a, you know, there's always a point where they're just like, never mind, just come home, forget it, just come home, you know? And I'm just like, mm, no, I can do it. It'll be fine, I'll be fine. Then you just be positive and just know that it'll be okay. There's always something. There's always something for you to do. I, I do want to uh, say thank you for taking the time out of your of your, of your crazy schedule here. And, oh, no, and, girl. Um, I don't have a crazy schedule here. <laughs> I'm relaxing. <laughs> I do appreciate you coming in and, and catching up and oh, finding out what, what you've been up to and, and um, you know, and hopefully people that are listening, you know, um, when they're the next time they're watching, mm-hmm. you know, the shows and they see like makeup or their hair and they're like, oh, I know who did that. <laughs> and well, I just please, guys, vote for and go online and click and do all of that because. I got nominated for a Guild Award for American Horror Story. Awesome! And I also actually was submitted, like, nominated for an Emmy for um, Who's America? Sasha Baron Cohen. So if you've watched it, it's on Showtime. I did all the... It's a super controversial show, I know, but I did all the hair in that show. All the wigs and color and style and, you know, from sideburns to mustache to... Beard. Like, I'm super proud of that show because I did. I'm the only hair person that did all that. So oh. I got to do that. Um, but, yeah, pretty soon, guys. I'm going to bring home. Bring home for mom. I'm doing it for everyone. Well, we'll have an Emmy and an Academy Award and an Oscar. Gonna, I promise. And I'm going to continuously I'm hound you. It. And I'm going to be like... P.S. Please throw in a big thank you. <laughs> I will. I will. But I, I, it's only an honest. It's not. It's not. If it's gonna happen, it's when. I mean, it, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I'm gonna manifest it. I'm manifesting. I went to Austin. Was just like, okay, what is your speech gonna be like? I'm like, I'm gonna be right, right when I get up on there, and they give me my thing, and just be like, half a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that's going to come out of my mouth. And, you know, guaranteed everyone's going to be like, what did she just say? What did she just say? <laughs> but I'm so excited for for your your career thus far and what you have in store. I'm even oh, more excited you. for you to get married and, 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 you know, have some awesome creative babies. And, um, I, you know, I really look forward to what what you have, you know, up and you know, for people that are listening, if they want to kind of keep in the know with what you have going on from projects and stuff, I mean, can, is there a place online that they can like follow you or uh, kind of keep yeah. up to date? Instagram, yeah. Facebook, you can friend me on Facebook. I'll friend you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more, I don't know. Um, Instagram, mm-hmm. like you can check out my Instagram, Herod underscore horrorist. And I also have my professional page, which is Online Cruz X Makeup and Hair, and you can check that out. Um, but I'm gonna be honest; like now, it's so hard to post anything that I do and anything that 
I'm working on because of like NDA issues mm -hmm. and all of that. So, but if you just want to say hi <laughs> or advice <laughs> or like yeah, advice or anything you want to ask or you know. But please don't ask for autographs <laughs> or shout outs, video shout outs. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like Lanny Groff. If I could do that, then I would do it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it just it just depends. It really depends on who it is. So, some people are willing to be like, yeah, of course, and other people are like, the first thing they say is, oh, these people keep DM me for it. I'm just like, oh. Okay, you're not a good one then. <laughs> no pictures with you. <laughs> but I really appreciate it. And you. if you want to listen to this podcast and all the other podcasts that we've had, make sure to head over to the KUM Podcast Network. You can find it on um, Spotify, SoundCloud, and now even Pandora. Um, and you know you can follow her on social media and you know in between her crazy schedule <laughs> hopefully you know um, she'll uh, keep us in the know with everything going on and I know that this is not going to be the last time we have you on the podcast you're, you're going to be on you're going to be on again really soon yeah. with the Emmy here so we can uh <laughs> We can show it. So we can show it. Can I also, like, say something? Sure, definitely. Like, okay, I'm going to make a shout-out to, like, Guam Weekly. I'm so sorry. I love you guys, but I I was supposed to host the website. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even post anything. But I swear to you, I was really, it was really busy, and we had no reception at where we were filming. So I'm so sorry about that, but, you know, um Thank you so much. I really appreciate it for you guys. And then expensive dreams, like my nephews, he has sends me things and sends me stuff because we have like wrap gifts and we have like little goodie bags that we all exchange. And he's just like, I'm like, man, I can't afford to get people things. And so he's, you know, supporting me happen. out there. Yeah. And um, also all my family out here, <laughs> Jolene Uggen, she's my top supporter nice. she's uh, at GMH I love her to death she's one of my sisters <laughs> and my dad and my family okay that's <laughs> everybody and Austin <laughs> for cooking and cleaning and taking care of me all the time <laughs> okay so make sure she gets that in before we end before yeah. we <laughs> <laughs> I have to make sure <laughs> But thank you so much for watching. And uh, don't forget to head over to the KUM Podcast Network. Until then, adios. Adios.